May 28, 2021. It's the Watt for Pedro Show.
Show happy Friday, last Friday of May. There's a Blue Oyster Cult song, The Last Days of May. Maybe I'll play it tomorrow, but not today. Yeah, we started off with uh, Nakatini Serenade, John Coltrane, then Alex Spiegelman. Things that rhyme. Yeah, people. Brother Matt at the Love Grotto on the Pledge Point, still quit quarantine mode. But people are getting vaccinated. That's great. My second shot's 10 June. Uh, Congratulations. Well, you can hear, people. I am not man alone because of the genius software engineers in Estonia with their Skype invention. I got Brother Alex Spiegelman with me. Welcome aboard, Alex. Happy to be here. Thank you. Uh, Knox, uh, Na- <laughs> Knoxville, right? Uh, actually, Brooklyn, New York. I know, oh, shit. I know Mike Baguette. Ra- okay, okay. The Connect. Elsewhere. Yeah, let, let's explain to listeners. The Connect is Mike Baguette in Knoxville. Who's going to, this summer, move to Gainesville in Florida. Right. So Further south. For, for, right. He's West Mass guy original. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. I met him when we were teaching at a music camp in uh, Maine. In actually. Maine? Ah, oh, wow. One time I was in Maine playing Portland. It was a hundred, it was a, su- a summer gig. It was a yeah. hundred degrees. It was a record. Wow. Yeah, it never gets that hot up there. <laughs> no. No, no. Uh, but look, enough about me, about you. Let's uh, visit your musical journey. And please bring your earliest musical recollection. I, th- I, I think I was like three or four years old. My dad used to uh, play me all these old jazz records, like uh, a lot of Nat King Cole. And there was a radio show that he liked to listen to. And the DJ... Uh, couldn't find and wanted to play the song Frim Fram Sauce and he couldn't find it and my dad really excitedly brought the record and me to the radio station and was like knocking on the window and stuff and showing off his 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 son that we had that we had the records I remember I remember doing that outside of Philadelphia so your pop it was a, called, it was a big adventure yeah your pop called bullshit on that man He's well. He just he wanted to provide. He wanted to provide no, the record no, that so that great. he could play. That's great. Yeah, that, yeah. That's what music's for, right? Is bringing people together. Yeah. In trippy ways, and you remember that, and it made a fucking impact on you. Now, in Philly, there, uh, John Coltrane bought his first house on Thirty Third Street by the zoo. Wow. Right. Yeah. Right, right. I, I used to take my bands. I still will when the touring comes back. But. Uh, let me ask you: Were there was there your pop was definitely a listener to have a definitely, fucking record yeah. like that? Probably bitching collection. But was there musical instruments in the pad? Well, uh, we shortly after that we moved to Harrisburg, and there there was a piano we had that used to be my grandmother's, and there was my mom. My mom had an acoustic guitar. Um, no, no one really played either of them, but but we had both of them. My mom played a tiny bit, not, but, but, not very much. Yeah, but did you ever jump on that shit? I, I did, I did. I, I, uh, I messed around on the piano. My parents never never had me like take lessons, but I always um, I made noise on it. 
Yeah, yeah. And okay. uh, and I I still have I kind of took the guitar. I I play the guitar to this day. Yeah, I know. Like on on that tune you just played, I I playing that guitar. Oh wow. Okay, so that's from the get go. That's how you. Yeah. Okay. That's bitching the, the continuity that you you have that all the I, way back. What about school? Yeah. Were you in the choir or the marching band or shit like that? I I had I started playing clarinet in the fourth grade band, and then that was what I was really serious about. I I couldn't even really play guitar until I was in my twenties, even though I I you know occasionally would mess around on it, but I didn't, I didn't know how to do anything on it. But um, but I started playing clarinet in the school band, concert band. Okay, licorice stick, and, and yeah. so you learned to read music and shit. Oh yeah, all the, all that yeah, all that stuff. And. Uh... Man, those were popular. I think they could cut through. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man, it was like you know the, uh, I mean? the electric guitar of the Well, Artie the Shaw century. and, uh, yeah. uh, you know, all that, uh, the Thunder and Benny Herd. Goodman and those yeah, guys. Yeah, Betty Goodman uh, and all, yeah. a, lot, a lot of a lot of leaders of bands were working that thing and it totally fell out. Yeah, yeah, it didn't, it didn't, it got taken over by the saxophone and the guitar and, and, the guitar, and everything else, right. I guess. Saxophone but saxophone but it's. It's so much the lead instrument of so much um, so much great music in history, and and now I guess you know still. But. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Jo you know when John Coltrane went, got into that soprano sax. Nobody, you know, was Sidney Bechet, I think. Sidney Bechet, maybe Steve Lacey a little yeah, bit. Yeah, uh, right. You know, some people, but but he he made it popular or sort well, of well well brought it back right because it's yeah, like from yeah. the John Philip Sousa days. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> anyway, uh, so so, no guitar, like after school. I'm not talking after graduation, but yeah. in the afternoon. No garage bands, basement band, bedroom band. I did. I, I did that stuff. I I had friends who were, you know, not in the not in the concert band and stuff, but they played guitars and drums. And I remember we had a a basement band. And we played uh, some coffee house shows too. It was called Roof Garden, and we played like Allman Brothers tunes and and, uh, and you were on dead guitar. tunes. You were well, they would let me, no, they'd let they'd let me play a saxophone. I was already playing saxophone oh, at okay. that point because I wanted to play jazz. Let, and I let me to ask you, jazz that. band. Yeah, go ahead. Let me ask you this out: the fingering. Yeah, because Brother Steve, you know, I did 125 months with Stooges, so. And he yeah. told me there was something about the fingering, about maybe a sax man could go to clarinet, but a clarinet man to mm. go to sax was, there's something about the holes with the fingering? Yeah, the, the clarinet's got a couple of things that make it uh, trickier. Like the saxophone's just kind of a more high-tech instrument. You know, it was, I think it was, like the saxophone we know was basically developed in like 18, oh, yeah. late I, 18 something, you but know what? clarinet... There, there's a music. Of, uh, there's inertia. A, Alec, <laughs> there's being... a music museum in Brussels, and oh, they yeah. got some of the first Adolf Sax's first oh. sax, and his brother did clarinet. So you're right. There yeah. is there is a connect. I got to play some of those Adolf Sax saxophones at a at a real nice saxophone store in St. Louis. They had they had a tenor and an alto and a soprano and a barry that he made, and there you can kind of play them still. They're not that different than what what you find today. Uh, so again, the the, the 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 difference between the clarinet and the sax with the fingering. Yeah, the fingerings. The clarinet overblows at the twelfth. So when you go from the lower register to the upper register, you're not playing an octave above. You're playing 
an octave and a fifth above, and that messes with your head. And, and you're right, it's got holes you got to cover carefully with your fingers, whereas the saxophone has just kind of buttons. All buttons, All the yeah. work for you. Okay. So in both of those ways, the clarinet, it, there's kind of less room for error. Because um, the clarinet little, is kind of a cousin of the flute. They're all related, I yeah. think. I mean, or I, I think of them as I play all of them. They're all they're all pretty close. Um, in the clarinet and the saxophone have the same kind of mouthpiece and reed. The saxophone and the flute are a little closer together. What you do with your fingers, and the clarinet's kind of weird, especially because when you when you press the button that goes up, it doesn't go up an octave. It goes up an octave and a fifth, and yeah. that's immediately confusing. <laughs> uh, Trippy, you know. Thanks right. for clearing that up. You know, I've, I've wondered about it a long time. You know, people, bass guitar, uh, six-string guitar, yeah, it's just missing Well, that's two tricky, too. I yeah, still well, get it's missing up two strings, string, right? You know. it's, it's missing two strings. But actually, it's just to hold down their approach, too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. So, mm. so they let you play sax in the in the garage band or whatever they, they did. They let me, they, maybe because Dave Matthews was popular or something at the time, but, but I, they let me play a sax in, in like the rock band and kind of jam along and stuff. Um, <laughs> it was great. I had a wonderful time. These guys have a name. That was called roof garden. Roof garden. All right. Roof, like, like the a garden on your roof. Yeah. 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 A New York city, right? <laughs> I, I didn't get the reference then, but I think it was a drug reference. Oh, but I did. I, I wasn't. I was too good of a kid to really understand what it was about. But I think that's what it was. Okay, look, I want to play. Uh, you would feel true. Uh, thank you. Great. Like 
Last night at 7 o'clock, he was around the beach here so far. At 12 o'clock last night, he was right there going around Best Coin. The quad, the one I come back, quad, the one last night, he was up on the beach. But the side, caught out of him, the gut and everything caught out of him. But I don't know, he's roughly about 8 to 6 feet long. What do you think done it? What done it? Yeah. Well, you know, if I done it, I suppose a couple of fellas done it. What did the freezer for a steak? Yeah, I was talking to the RCMP this morning. Nobody ever told of it. I talked to the DFO there last night. And all the miners, they didn't buy throw rocks at it, did first charges on it. But where's he at all last night when all this was going on?
Peter show. That chunky music star Alex Beagleman. You would feel true. Then uh, Scotty Irvin, brand new. Divide Church. SLW. CC Watt. Down came Larry. Sweet Larry. Uh, this is a project I got with uh, Sam Locke Ward in Iowa City. Uh, Traded Files. Made it out. Yet to meet him. Great cat, though. Obama's pregnant after that. The old man muttered to himself. <laughs> Scared. <laughs> but mirrored ones. Uh, Butterfield. That's got uh, Bob Bucko. He's uh, with Sam Log Ward. Buddy. But, uh, but in Dubuque. Not Iowa City. He's a little north of there. Albert uh, DeMuth. The big fallout. Said I got mail. And uh, I think his brother's in this band, Tote Audit, Vienna Trigger Finger is the tune. Second Cop Line, yeah, Pulse, their new album. I've been playing a lot of that. Dig it. Petrified Max, brand new from Vetus. Vetus from The Last, who used to play organ in The Last. And uh, he's a uh, guitar man at Trotsky Ice Band. Showdown. Petrified Max, his own proj. And Brains on Check from Manuel Armida. Hell yeah. I should say Brains on Check. Hell yeah. Manuel Armida. And then finally, Alex Spiegelman. Sucks. <laughs> Which is needs no explanation. Yeah. Alec, continue with your story about music. So you're playing in the band at school, but you also get the, you let you in the, the jam band. And, yeah. Uh, where do, where do you take music next? What, what do you do after school? Uh, I was in another band that started playing a lot in high school that was like a retro swing band. Uh, like, you know, we wore suits and everything. Oh, I remember that phase. Yeah, it was. In fact, a, it I played probably warped, happened a few times. <laughs> I played a work tour gig with these, God, I can't remember the name. But one of the guys, I saw him again like a year after. He was doing that, what... right? And but he was dressed up New York Dolls and shit. And I said, right. What's up? Oh, oh, is it the guy who was in New York Dolls? Uh, no, uh, he wasn't. He was in like one of these bands that you're talking about. He said, "Mike, yeah. when they make the Gap band, it's over." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. 
Remember, it, it happened with Ska, too. I mean, all yeah, the guys going, in the, in the horn bands and... at high school could be rock and rollers. But then, yeah, it died. Yeah, it, go, it goes in phase. But it was great for horn players in high school. It was it was a, it was a way to be cooler than I would have otherwise absolute, been. Absolute, absolute. Yeah. Although, you're right, wearing the suits and shit for touring, <laughs> it's a lot more shit to move around. It was, yeah, these days I don't like to dress up at all. Maybe it's because of that experience. <laughs> like, like, like band leaders complain, I'm not dressed well enough. Like, now, now, no, with the, either the, these bands, the jam band or the swing band, yeah. did you uh -huh. record with them? Yeah, we, we made, yeah, we, the, the jam band didn't, we didn't really play much, but the swing band was called uh, Brown Derby Junction and, and one of the band members had a four track. And we made we made a tape, and then we went into a studio and we made a CD, and it was my, so in high school I got to do that a little bit. I didn't really learn how to record myself in, until much later, but um. But, but that's was, your it, first experience. That's happening though, high school. Yeah. So what I happens after that, high school? At? I I went to I went to college. Uh, I thought I was going to be a scientist, and I, I did that for a while. But but I always played, and. Uh, and I was I was playing I, I was playing a lot of jazz. Um, there were guys in Harrisburg that like o older jazz musicians who who let me sit in and stuff like that. And I and I was uh, you know I listened to a lot of John Coltrane. Whoa! And trying to trying to play that that uh, music. Really? Yeah. You yeah. know I mean, Henry would... Henry Kaiser had me be part of this thing where we did meditations and love supreme. I I, I told him no, man. I was too scared. It's it's uh, imposing music, but uh, is a good thing to meditate on. But you know, in a way, I think John Coltrane though is kind of inviting. He's saying, "Look, this is my music," yeah. but he's in a way, another way, it's like I'm a, I'm a launch pad, I'm a springboard. Yeah, go go. Oh, it, it's delightful to I, I I love I listen to your show a lot just for the first chunk of the Coltrane. Every t it's just a refreshing thing. Sort of, sort of ground my day. It's really you know, wonderful. I read, uh, not even read. I, I've got some, and maybe you do too. Some audio interviews of the man talking. Wow! And no, yeah, I don't. I don't think I've heard many. In of fact, them. the last one with Frank Kosky in a station mm -hmm. wagon in a parking lot of a supermarket. Really? He's talking Just... about musicians. Yeah. Being after some kind of truth. Yeah, it's like well, it's I, uh, no, it's not but, a bad religion, you know. Well, as that's far as no, but that's go. why I, that's why I play it at the beginning of all my shows. Yeah, I just yeah. like that idea. That's a great idea. It's a great idea. It's kind of it's nice when you when you recognize something is beautiful and it's just sounds and other people recognize it too. That that seems uh, substantial uh, to me that we would all kind of appreciate something as being beautiful. <laughs> And agree on it. Like a uh, truth scientist. Maybe. Maybe that's it. <laughs> yeah, he says, um, um, he said, a musician could tell when something's phony. Yeah. I remember reading uh, Holden, Holden Caulfield. Yeah, Catcher in the Rye, right? It's all about the phonies, right? And then he fucking gets all pissed off when he sees those cuss words written on the <laughs> that's such a trippy story but uh, getting to play with them older cats 
Yeah, yeah. Actually, they're probably older cats with the jam band too. Oh, those were no, those were kids my age. They're, there was oh, some okay. other. There was some college kids I was in another rock band with in high school. They were like you know five or they. I don't know if they were in college, but um, but there were some kids who were probably like five, ten years older than me that I played with in a rock band. We that stuff sounded a lot like Dave Matthews Band. It was original, but that was the. <laughs> The inspiration. Those are all my opportunities to play, uh, you know, playing bars and stuff. Where was Dave Matthews? He's He's from Charlottesville. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But thanks to him, I I got to play bars when I was in high school. (laughs) Well, him and his uh, sax player who who passed. um, I I can't think of the guy's name. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think Um, he has a violin man, too. Uh, right, but right. but, uh, but there, there was like Huey Newton in the Lou's. No, Huey Lewis. But, uh, in the yeah, news. there was there was great music uh, with saxophone. With right, horns. right, Bruce, I, yeah. uh, the New Jersey Definitely. guy, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I rock I got and to roll. Play a lot of like, oh, go ahead. Well, no, you're the guest. Oh, excuse me. I got later when I was in uh, college in my twenties. I got to play a lot of uh, like funk and soul and R and B. I, I was living in Boston where I went to school, and and I would um, I'd play like uh, you know blues gigs and R and B gigs. I was in wedding bands, you know, in club club bands like that. Play all the Stevie Wonder tunes, all the James Brown tunes, all all that stuff. I played with this guy named uh, Little Joe Cook, who was a a duop minor celebrity from philadelphia who'd moved up to cambridge mass and he played like for 30 years like six nights a week at a, at a club called the can tab that just closed in COVID, i think um so i got to play with him a little bit and 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 those kind of gigs like honk, honking tenor saxophone gigs <laughs> did you ever walk the bar go ahead what was that did you ever walk the bar alex Oh no! Well, I had to get up on chairs and tables at weddings, and but I never had to walk the bar. I got I read about, but I never know, never walked the bar. But I, I, I read about John Coltrane walking the fucking. If you can believe John he, he Coltrane, did. yeah, he, and he played with uh, he played with like a king of that music. He, oh, clean, he with clean head Bostick, Vincent, you know. Yeah, also, clean head Vincent, right? I, yeah, Eddie clean head Vincent. I think that's that's the cat yeah. who got him to switch from alto to tenor. Wow! Yeah. Yeah, no, he. I bet he did that. I bet he did it great. I. I don't know. I, I, no recordings exist. I'm sure. A, a lot of a lot of my favorite jazz saxophonists, I think, had a little of that. Like I think Ornette Coleman. I've read that he played blues gigs in Texas. Fort I Worth. wonder what he sounded Fort like Worth. playing blues. You know, Fort Worth. Fort Ca- Worth. Caravan yeah, yeah. of Dreams. Yeah, yeah. Look, Alec, we're at the end of the first hour, May twenty eighth, twenty twenty one. The Dish Watt Peter Show special guest. Alex Spiegelberg. No, Alex Spiegelberg. <laughs> <laughs> I'll roll with whatever pronunciation. <laughs> Hold tight for hour two. May 28, 2021. It's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro show. <laughs>
Thank you. 
I know why you're really here.
show start off the second hour Alex Spiegelman the real news and then Matt Nelson Knoxville cat bass man live WTFISTS the acronym rock <laughs> Lucas I Abel know what it stands for. <laughs> yeah that that's a mystery he's been on the show he's a great cat uh, another actually another Mike Baguetta connect Good connects. Yeah, absolutely. Another cat that I was connected to that's really got some bitching people on the show. Evan Lipson, bass man. Ooh, ooh. He's connected me with so many cats. Yeah, beautiful. But, you know, that's what music's about. Links in the chain, right? Okay, Lucas Abella from Sydney, Australia with X's for cirrhosis. But cirrhosis spelled with an X. Sean Lennon, the killer. Airplane mode from Alex Spiegelman. We know about airplane mode. Anybody who does the tour rock on the airplane, that's coming back. Fucking flying around in little metal tubes, sucking in farts. Oh, man. I don't know if I look forward to that part of it. I know, I know. Especially if you got the baloney seat, right? So... You, you, uh, you said science. So when you were in college, you weren't studying music. I, I did study music as well, but I have I got a physics degree. I thought I was going to teach at a school or something like that. Or I guess for a while I thought I'd be an engineer. I, when, as soon as I got to college, I knew I wasn't good enough to like be a scientist. 
but I thought I'd do something like that. Okay, but music was obviously was on the part time or on your downtime, but you too, actually, too much of the time. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you were actually putting in part of this learning too. Okay, yeah. Well, that's the way life is. You, you know, it ain't so. It's a journey, right? Yeah, and that's yeah. this is where how you got to here now. Anyway, so uh, what about your own? You're all you're talking about all the side mouse. And nothing wrong with that. In fact, life's about taking turns, and I think you have to. Yeah. If you want to learn the whole or try to learn the whole dealio, you got to be side mouse. I'm not, I'm not against that at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what about your own music, Alec? I started. I went to um, a music school eventually too, and I met a bunch of guys and girls there, and we formed this band called uh, Cuddle Magic, and uh, and that kind of got me in the direction of, of wanting to, uh, of writing and singing songs and, and no longer trying to be a, a jazz musician or whatever that was in the 21st century, uh, whatever that was going to be. So, so I got, uh, yeah, that kind of inspired, like hanging out with those people ins- inspired me to start doing that and, and writing words to it. And, and, you know, uh, setting setting my deepest emotional struggles to music or or, or what have you yeah because in high school and you know starting on those early teen days you were doing music but you weren't really composing right uh uh, yeah not not that much you know you don't really get to be the front of the rock band if you're playing saxophone (laughs) that's that's not how that's not how it works yeah, but you can, you're hired. also not the man behind the curtain, right? <laughs> no, not neither that, neither that. Um, okay, so you, but you become the scriptwriter, like a composer's kind of a scriptwriter, right? Yeah, I started to to enjoy that aspect of it, and and to sort of prove to myself that I could do it well enough to at least make myself happy, and then uh, and uh, and got into putting words to music and all that stuff. Um, and uh, with these cats that you met at the music yeah. school, you you made right, a right. band called uh, that 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 band's called Cuddle Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm, see, I didn't exactly know the chronology of your stuff, so yeah. I got Cuddle Magic coming up in the third hour. Oh, that sounds exciting! Reverse chronology. That sounds perfect. <laughs> I love it. You know, <laughs> you know how I put them in order. I, I want to know. I'm, I'm excited to know how the sausage is made. Finally, what's what's the secret? Uh, how long they last? Oh, so, so I, it's good. I gave you some short ones. Yeah, like that first baby. Yeah, that's the shortest one. And then the last baby, seventh sister from Baby States. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a that's going to be the long. <laughs> right. That so, was some. So I, it's not yeah. totally, you know. Random. It's yeah, yeah. Giving away the secrets. I kind of gave away the secret sauce formula right. there. Yeah, I want to play "Make It Last." The, uh, di- diesel cleaning. <laughs> Get it while 
sais, je n'ai jamais été aussi heureux que ce matin. Nous marchions sur une plage, un peu comme celle-ci. C'était l'automne. Un automne où il faisait beau. Une saison qui n'existe que dans le nord de l'Amérique. Là-bas, on l'appelle l'été indien. Je me souviens. Je me souviens très bien de ce que tu m'as dit ce matin. C'était il y a un an. C'était il y a un siècle. Il y a une éternité. On ira.
on the edge of town Just before the sun came up A little coffee and a paper cover We scared away the crows And took off our clothes And ran into the surf To lift the curse For yeah. Pedro show started that chunk of music with diesel cleaning in parentheses Alex Spiegelman make it last uh, Chicho Libre after that another uh, Brooklyn cat uh, yeah Jason Lafarge from uh, Baseman what, what's the studio Caesar's Palace oh right. that's a uh, great Martin studio BC. I love Martin that BC. yeah yeah and with Indian Summer uh, Heinbach after that Duvall. Uh, Anna Egga hurt a little. Eggy. Eggy. Sorry. Eggy. No worries. I don't know Mispronounced. how you... Yeah, you gave me 12 instead of 11. Excuse me. That's okay. I, would, I wasn't going to scissor it. Morgan Dell <laughs> after that, Beneath the Black Purple. Lewis Cole on this night. And finally, The Curse, Taylor Ashton. Now, now you see these 
these aren't Alex Spiegelman. These are other... yeah. I, I got something to do with those. Yeah, <laughs> you provided. <laughs> I provided. I provided. Right. I, I um I wrote that tune with Anna, and uh, put it on my record too, and produced the record that uh that she that 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 tracks on, and I produced Taylor's record and, and play some stuff on it. And third one, Diesel Cleaning. And oh my, yeah, with my with my the, the most wonderful bass player Andrew Demola, my my long long time uh, musical partner up in up in Boston. Okay, okay. So you guys had a band back then. Oh, we've had we we've constantly had a band or not had a band. We've just been making music together, his music and my music, and no music in particular for like fifteen years. Ah, great. Uh, There's no greater gift another music cat can do for another music cat. Yeah, yeah. Those long, those long relationships uh, always seem so fruitful. Right now, you you said something when we first started rapping about getting into the guitar in your twenties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had I had to get. Uh, I think the thing that really did it was I had to get a bunch of wisdom teeth out, and I was uh, you know I was like out of school and teaching a bunch of lessons and playing weddings and, and, and whatever, but I, I couldn't play uh, winds for, for like a month. So I got over the hump where guitar became fun. Like when you're, when I'm, when you're playing an instrument, you can't play, but you're, but you know, music is just kind of frustrating for a while, but then you get to a point where you can do a few things and then it becomes fun. And, and so like four weeks of not being able to blow anything got me over the hump. Now, uh, uh, I'm thinking of composition tools. Did the guitar become a composition tool, not just? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You, you could you could sing with it, and okay. also like uh, the 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 worse I know an instrument, the be easier it is to write something. Like like if I like uh all kind of exotic feel. Yeah, or just like I was pretty good at clarinet and saxophone, and and I just wanted to improvise, and I'd play something, and I'd never want to play it the same way again but guitar if i was going to play anything that sounded halfway decent i had to work it out like it took me a long time to to figure it out and to repeat it and so that was kind of more the mindset of, of writing i always i always write on like piano or guitar i you know instruments that i that i'm not quite as comfortable with to this day i think most composers use guitar and piano they're great. They I was play reading about Charlie uh, Charlie Mingus. Like Charlie Mingus never wrote songs on the bass. I don't know how you would. You know, I mean, come on, Alec. I write all. <laughs> well, I don't write all, but I write about ninety percent of my shit on the bass. Well, that's that's very impressive. I would have thought you were too good at bass and you couldn't write on bass. But you know, <laughs> actually, writing on bass leaves more room for your collaborators. Oh yeah, that's what that I found sense. about it. Because you know you got all the rhythm content and shit, but, but uh, harmonic wise, you're leaving things free. More well, maybe free. people like Nels Klein love it. Other yeah. people are like, "Fuck, why didn't you write the song on a goddamn <laughs> kick drum or write right. on the fucking cymbals?" <laughs> right. Maybe maybe that's a lesson I still gotta learn. I, I mean, I know I do. Just leaving more space for other people. <laughs> Look, we're at the end of the second hour, May twenty eighth, twenty twenty one. This Wapito show. Hold, uh, special guest, Alex Spiegelman. Hold tight for hour three. May 28, 2021. It's the third hour. A lot from Pedro's show.
show start off the third hour with gracefully from cuddle magic then tim whole house with rab song kiwi jr toronto but originally from maritime made marion's toast <laughs> like who would write a song like that they're, they're, they're great cats they were on last month or so uh cuddle magic with phyllis chen i guess augmented version yeah Baby girl. So let's hear about the cuddle. You, you hit it at Cuddle Magic. I think Cuddle Magic was a big deal in your music uh, journey, right? It still is. It still is. We're still making music. We we, we did a rec- we put out a record in the during the plague, and we're going to work on another one in September. Um, so so it still happens. Everyone kind of goes off and does their own thing, and then we, we get together. What was the cu- first Cuddle Magic gig like? I think we were playing, I think the first one that I remember was this violin shop close to where we all went to music school in Boston and they would have, uh, they would have shows. And so, so that band back then and still sometimes now plays super quiet, you know, and and just like in a tiny little space, quiet instruments, there might not have been microphones on the singers at that show. Uh, We were probably playing for like 12 people. There were probably 12 people in the band. Too. Yeah, we call those character builders. Yeah, it's a lot of character builders in my Yeah, band. but you know what? If you can't do those gigs, you don't deserve the other ones. <laughs> oh, man. I Hank, think there's Hank character Rollins. builders to come, you know? Yeah, Hank Rollins has a great spiel on all that. You know, motherfucker, if you can't work a character builder, get out. Yeah. Cut rope. <laughs> so, so, but in a way, it was success. Yeah. I mean, they didn't throw shit. <laughs> no one threw threw anything, but it was a gentle crowd. They weren't likely to throw anything. It would have gotten thrown out of the violin shop. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Now, do you write, you say it's an ongoing concern. Yeah. So what's the process uh, as far as the composing goes? People, for most of it, people would bring in songs. And like everything you played, like the, those were the, the two Cuddle Magic songs uh, I, I gave you are songs that I wrote. And then, you know, we figure out all the parts together. But we're writing a record now uh, in lockdown where we sent around bits 
and we're everyone's going to have a hand in writing every song and, and we we sent them around according to this very specific like uh, web of of directions like it goes to this guy first and then over here and then back and and uh and that's been fun too M- more sort of like structured co-writing we'll get together and and uh rehearse them and play them in person in september so the internet ain't just about spreading bullshit and lies you can actually... well, a lot of that but yeah <laughs> you could actually get a band uh going and actually with a direction and uh coming yeah. to get commiserate you you've been doing that in in the lockdown uh well i told you 20 years i've been doing this show so <laughs> well no but just mean uh, making music with people remotely you know yeah well oh told- yeah but i i did that before this kind of thing but yeah oh, it, it, it fuck it's a lifeline during this thing sure. I, absolutely alec i agree with you yeah with mike baguetta you know how many? He's a good good person to do it with. How many? Yeah, and I must have done like oh, over like a dozen songs with him. Oh, that's great. With, with okay. not you know him in Knoxville and me and Pedro, Steve right, Hodges right. over here, Signal Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and then uh, collabing with uh, Henry Kaiser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing we got to work out. It's still trading files, so there is a, a yeah. little bit of delay. But when they get this latency thing working out, maybe we'll be even able to jam. Wow. I yeah. I know some people who have been working on that. In, I've heard of some people working on that in New York, like jazz musicians, who also have technical Tell me more. skills. There's a, a piano player I went to school with named, uh, the music school with named Dan Tepfer. And he was, he was doing that and doing the latency thing. I forget what... Um, program he was using but um it seems cool i i don't know if it's if it's going to be there for me yet i, I mean these days I, I got shot too like two weeks ago so i'm just excited to be back in the same room with people and doing that your first shot yeah i got mine uh second one come t- 10 june so That's 24 wonderful. june right yeah but but this idea of jamming of course th- there's a thing about playing with big come on i've had a practice pad for 35 years now here at the old Fort MacArthur and there's nothing like a prac pad. Yeah. You know, when me and the boom were boys. Yeah. Especially you had to find drummers, right? They had them. And they had drum, to have the space. That's right. Cause yeah. they get there. They're in the rear with the oh, gear. But Georgie my drummer had a friend pad. in high school had a, we, we, I remember practicing with my drummer friend in central Pennsylvania where I grew up in, um, you know, one of those storage sheds, like a storage, like you could yeah. rent a storage spot, but it was like an outdoor one, low, yeah. all single story, no heating or anything like that. Like we brought in a space heater for like the winter and just kind of kept the, the door open in the summer. And that was our practice. Our yeah, practice. It's not like it. Cause you, you know what I mean? <coughs> I, I can't, it's like tour, the, the boat, the, the van, it's the center and it's the center. Yeah. There's certain things about music that I learned like prac pads and tour van, <laughs> the boat. Here we're at the. Uh, I want to play. Uh, help me with the pronunciation, Zoe. Gu- oh, Zoe Gigano. That's a tough last name. Guagano. Gig Gigano, like a gig. Gigano. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Change the season. Six a.m. I swing my legs over 
of the bed, the blankets on the floor. I got too warm last night. Kitchen tiles are cold beneath my feet. I put the kettle on and watch the gasoline burn blue and gold. Opening the curtain to the world, I find to my surprise the sky is loose and falling to the ground. Oh, a change of season brings a change of heart. What was getting me so down? I do not know. January hides the dirty parts underneath the snow.
Lot from Pedro Show. Last music for this edition. Zoe, help me there. Get g- Gigano. Yeah, you're gonna find out in two days how to release. That. Yeah, she's gonna she's gonna be like, no, no, it's it's more subtle than she, you know. She's Joanna. Yeah, Joanna. Yeah, or something. Yeah, I went to school with a guy, Vito Joyello. That's a great name. Yeah. Very here Italian. Pedro. Name. Well, a lot of Ischia cats came here, right? Uh, it's by Napoli uh, Island uh, fishermen. Pescadores. Okay, and then uh-huh. here's a title here. This is from Model Home and Pure Rave uh, Collaboration. A collaborative experiment in liberated sound, vision, and performance. Yes. Model Home, great band out of D.C. The cat from Buffalo moved there. Rapper Nappy. Great. Rubber O Cement. This is from up uh, north, the Bay Area. Uh, Tetraphenyl Porphin for aftermath axis grooming of robot rising yeah he's a trip he, he, you know this cat is from uh Carabo- carolina i mean they'd always be changing the name and it's yeah, yeah very experimental and then finally baby state seven sister so what's 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 coming up right now oh uh, well no where can okay. people find you on the internet out Oh, well, I got, I was uh, lucky. I got alecspiegelman.com. Okay, spell it. A-L-E-C-S-P-I-E-G-E-L-M-A-N. Dot com. Dot com. Go there to learn and listen and hear. And what's your next plan? Uh, My next, I got a, I think I got a show that's going to be announced in in Brooklyn on July 24th, but it hasn't been announced yet. uh, at a little a little place called Green Lung Studios, the shows are happening again. And you're going to be what in a, in a ensemble or man alone? I'm I'm just going to be by myself uh, playing guitar. There's a, another wonderful uh, musician named Julia Easterlin, and she's going to do a set, and I think we'll do some stuff together. Okay, so God, you, not only did you learn the guitar, you learned how to play it at gigs by yourself. Uh, yeah, I, I, I get by. Uh, you okay. know. <laughs> You never do that with the horn, right? Yeah, it's, it's you know, I mean, the people who do, it's kind of a, it's kind of amazing. The people who just play a horn solo. And yeah, I saw Archie Shep like that. 
he yeah, I mean, he was singing he into get, the bell of the fucking horn. Some all that blues stuff. stuff. Yeah, Roscoe Mitchell or like Steve Lacey, the people who just yeah. just you know Roland Kirk. Oh, Roland Kirk's a big hero. Yeah, we free kings. Well, we free kings. I mean, he kind. I guess he's kind of cheating because he's not just playing solo horn. He's playing <laughs> trio horn. As much something. as he can get in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you get your next stuff, your next cuddle magic recorded. Will you please come on the show and talk? We'll play it and talk about it. I would. I would be so so honored to do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let me. Uh, I'll. I'll send you whatever. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Like Orson Welles said, no wine before it's time. No, no, always, yeah. <laughs> People, it's been May 28, 2021 edition of Peter Show. Keep your powder dry. <laughs>